turn number 669. Number 669. Just the way you can stand, please stand on the top. 669. 
so much these men leading us as we worshiped and the amazing thing is uh, we have such great talented leaders to lead us in worship here tonight and this isn't even all of them uh, we're blessed with a great group of Christians here and especially a great group of men that lead us as we worship I'd like for us to think about the song we're about to sing and what I'd like to do is read for you the original uh, song as written by Adelaide, and this will have an extra verse than we have in our book. But as we think about God having His way with us, I'd like for us to listen to these words. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will, while I am waited, yielded and still. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Search me and try me, Master, today. Whiter than snow, Lord, wash me just now. As in thy presence, humbly I bow. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Wounded and weary, help me, I pray. Power, all power, surely is thine. Touch me and heal me, Savior divine. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Hold o'er my being, absolute sway. Fill with thy spirit, till all shall see. Christ only always, living in me. As we think about the imagery we've read of and sung of, of God being the potter and us being the clay, more likely than not, you've seen a potter work with clay as they've been molding something out of that clay. And what I'd like for us to think about is something that was shared with me years ago, and it 
had a tremendous impact on my life. Now, I didn't actually want to bring clay, but I do have Play-Doh. So for the sake of illustration, we're going to think of this as clay. But when you see someone who is molding something out of clay, you know, it takes a lot of precision, especially a potter at a potter wheel, a lot of concentration as they mold it into exactly the shape they want. And of course, as children and even as adults, we love to play with Play-Doh because we can mold it into whatever we want. It maintains the shape uh, that we mold it into. We talked a lot about Paul this morning. And Saul of Tarsus on his road to Damascus when he was confronted with the voice of Jesus and he was converted, he realized what it meant to be conformed to God's will. Here you had someone who was just sure he was on the right path in life until God showed him differently. And he allowed himself to be, to be moldable, to be flexible, to be pliable, to allow God to shape him. Do you think that when Paul was growing up, he wanted to serve the Lord and he thought he was when he was persecuting Christians? Do you think as he was growing up, he would ever have imagined that he would be proclaiming Jesus' name? Do you think as he sat under the feet of Gamaliel, he ever imagined that he would be the one privileged to bring the good news of the Messiah to so many Gentiles? Do you think as he stood there watching them stone Stephen that he ever thought he would be able to spread God's word to that many people? Do you think he would have imagined God molding him in that way? You see, the Bible is filled with men and women who were molded and used by God in ways they probably never imagined. Every Sunday afternoon is the Pew Packers group that sits right here goes through the books of the Bible, I'm reminded of different men and women who were molded, used in ways they probably wouldn't have imagined. The Queen of Persia, used in a way she probably wouldn't have seen coming. Do you think that Gideon, when he was approached by the Lord, a, a, a coward who was hiding out, didn't want to be involved in battle, was of the weakest tribe? you think he would have ever imagined himself being a glorious commander? You see, God has a way of molding us and using us. But years ago, an example that, that struck me was a man who stood up before an audience of her group, just like this one, and as he, he talked about clay, he had real clay, and he used an image of a, of a screw, and even though this is small and you probably can't see it, he had a handful of screws. And he described the way in our lives when God is trying to mold us, oftentimes we have our own plans. Can you relate to that? Oftentimes when God has a plan for us, we're a lot like Jonah. And instead of wanting to do what God has set for us to do, we want to run the other way. And so as he was molding this clay, he said, here's what happens in our lives when we try to put our own plans, our own thoughts, ideas, we try to put it in to what God has for us. And so he filled this clay with all of these, these screws. And as, as you mold it, I mean, this is something that was fun just a few minutes ago, but every once in a while you feel those screws stick out. They get in the way. It's not as easy to mold the, the clay into the shape that you want it to have because it hurts. And so many times if you're trying to put it in just the right formation, there'll be a screw that sticks out that might even cut you, that might even hurt you. Think about your life and the way God is using you. Isn't it easy for us to try to put our own plans, our own ideas in the way of what God is trying to mold us into? You know, what we see throughout the entire Bible is the only thing that limited the way God could use His people was the people themselves. 
you and I this evening, the only limiting factor in our usefulness for the Lord is our reluctance to be used. We're the only ones who can keep ourselves from being effective tools for God. If we'd put ourselves in God's hands and not rely on any of our own ideas or our own methods or our own plans for our lives that get in the way, that cause problems as God's trying to mold us, if we can keep our lives free from our own wills and allow ourselves to be totally shaped and molded by God, there's no telling what He can accomplish. We see it time and again through Scripture. And as we've sung about tonight, I hope that's our prayer. As we leave here tonight, I'd like for us to think about ways that God can mold us, shape us. Ask yourself what ways God is molding you and shaping you right now, preparing you for something you might even not be able to imagine years down the road. As we think about the molding and shaping that God does, you may be here tonight and haven't started that molding process. You know, the way we submit ourselves to God to be used to be molded is to come before Him, to be a process that begins in faith in what God has told us is true, and it ends in following up on that faith with obedience, putting the Lord on in baptism, and using that not as a finish line, but as a starting line for a walk of faith for the rest of our lives, allowing God to continually shape and mold us as we enter new situations and new ways to minister to others. Or it could be that you've started that walk, but You've put maybe some of your own plans or your own ideas into the clay, and it's become difficult. And as God has, has tried to shape you, you've, you've limited that. And I know we've all fallen into that trap so many times. And if there's anything that we can do for you, if there's any way that we as a body of Christ can help you be used by God to be more pliable, flexible, moldable, to help God have His own way with you, Please come as we stand and sing together.
Together as a family, uh, to pray with and to pray for Paula Bailey. And I believe that the situation Paula finds herself in is one that all of us find ourselves in. Uh, Paula has come forward this evening. She's requested prayers uh, for difficulties and, and struggles in her life, and and specifically as uh, we've thought some this morning about. Uh, the Vickers family in Leanne's life. Paula would like some, some prayers as, as she undergoes some adjustments in her life. And we know that Leanne was such a great influence in so many. We praise God for her life and her presence here. Let's go to God in prayer on behalf of Paula and on behalf of all of us. Let's pray together. Father, we come before you this evening. We are awed by your power and... We are grateful at the fact that you would listen to us, that you would care for us, and that you would love us. We thank you so much, Father, for the gift we have of prayer, for the ability you've blessed us with to come before you when we have concerns and when we have troubles. And Father, this evening, we pray for Paula. She's come forward, and in such a, a transparent and honest way, Father, she's asked for prayers, for support. And she thinks about uh, the life of Leanne and this, the sorrow that she feels. And Father, we, we know that, that all of us feel that, that pang of sorrow. And we pray right now that you would be with, with Paula. Help her through this time and help us uh, through this time as well. Help us to reach out to her, to comfort her and minister to her. And Father, we also praise you for the blessing you've given us of having Leanne with us, for the hours spent serving you, uh, whether it was on a stateside mission trip or in a ladies' Bible class. We thank you for that blessing, Father. Help us not to forget what a blessing her life was, and help us as we move on uh, to deal with the natural human emotions that come, Father. We know that it's only natural. But we also know that you've told us we don't have to weep as those who have no hope because we do have hope. And so, Father, as we ask for your comfort, we also ask uh, you would help assure us uh, that we would know uh, what life after death holds for us because we have trust and faith in you and your word. We thank you so much for the gift of eternal life that you've bestowed upon any who have come into your family and who have become Christians. We're grateful for that, Father. We ask that you would help remind us of that every day and help us to remind each other. Thank you for the gift of Christian family, Father. And it's in times like these when we realize how important it is to have those around you that love you uh, and that love us and that can put their arms around us and they can help us through these times. Thank you so much, Father, that you've not given us a life that we have to live alone. We know that you are always with us and that your family can comfort us. We thank you for that. It's in Jesus' name we pray all of these things. Amen. Would you please turn to number 71? Number 71. If you haven't had the opportunity to take the Lord's Supper today, if you would 
go to the back of the auditorium. Some ushers would uh, direct you in the, into the old auditorium to take the Lord's Supper. We'll sing both verses of number 71. Would you please stand with me?
thank you for all the many blessings you give us each day. Please be with all the members that are sick and need your help. Please be with Paula as she requests our prayers. Please be with Ryan as he also needs our prayers. Please be with all of us this week as we go about our ways and bring us back this next appointed day. Please thank you for all the things that you have given us. In Jesus Christ's name, amen.